Beers and Tears would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land from which we conduct this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We recognise their continued connection to the land and waterways and sky of this beautiful place, and we pay our respects to Elders past and present, and extend that respect to all First Nations people present today, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Hello everyone, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today I'm joined with Little Guilt. Hi. Hey, how you going? Good, thank you. Um, Yeah, do you want to just start by telling me what Little Guilt is, where the name came from, how you guys met and decided to just start playing and making music together? Uh, Do you want to take this one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we are kind of all friends before we started the band, so all the boys went to school together um, and my boyfriend also kind of grew up with them as well. So that's how, oh, actually, I knew you guys before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we knew of you, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were all just kind of friends before that. Um, and, yeah, we kind of started by, because um, I went to WAPA and I was doing like an assignment um, during COVID where I needed like, I needed help on, but online because it was obviously um, everything was online. So I asked Joe because I knew he was awesome at guitar. So I was like, oh, could you help me out with this um, assignment? And then, yeah, then I ended up needing keys as well. We're like, oh, we'll get mop on keys. Yep. <laughs> and then um, we're like, oh, this is fun. We'll just jam it. And then, yeah, we ended up getting Brady on drums. And then we needed a bass player, which was Jared could play guitar, which was like the only one left. <laughs> and he could play guitar. So we we're like, all right, you've got to learn bass for the band. So everything, we were all mates before, but, you know, which makes things way easier, but mm. also way harder, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Double-edged sword, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, the name also came from one of Mop's T-shirts. It says, a little guilt goes a long way. <laughs> and we kind of made a joke. We we're like, imagine if we were called little guilt, we could say a little guilt goes a long way. <laughs> That's and then so it good. Up. Yeah. <laughs> just basically our slogan now, just rip yeah. it off. <laughs> so embarrassing yeah. now. Yeah. And people always think it's merch because, like, I, I've actually stolen it from him because he doesn't want to wear it anymore. Yeah, it's a bit lame. <laughs> <laughs> but I've stolen it and sometimes when I wear it, people are like, oh, that's awesome merch. Do you guys have that online? I'm like, no. <laughs> We've actually ripped up, ripped this T-shirt yeah. off. <laughs> That's so good. I love that. And, um, well, yeah, how would you kind of explain the music and describe the music that you make under Little Guilt? Ooh. I would say it's fairly chill. We're trying to, um, because indie rock is super in at the moment, which we both like, but, you know, we're not, I'm not the biggest rock guy. I'm not really into much of my rock. Um, like heavy rock at least. So I, I like more soft stuff like Angus and Julia mm. Stone, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I guess that helps us stand, not stand out a bit, but it just kind of break the mould a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably, uh, it, that's a hard one. I actually don't know what kind of genre it is. I, I We've come down to the conclusion it's like um, dream indie pop. Pretty poppy. It's yeah. pretty poppy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like chill, chill indie. 
yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't say rock. But maybe. Yeah, some people say rock, and I'm like, I can't see rock at all. I'm not a rock star. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like indie rock's just like the quick, like the quickest thing that comes to your mind. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're an indie yeah. rock band. It rolls off the like, tongue as well. Indie rock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like alt indie. It always just yeah. like pops yeah. up when you're like talking about Aussie yeah. music. Absolutely. Yeah. And the, I work with some um, older guys at my work, and when they ask me, and I'm like, oh, you know, like dream pop, and they're like what like they're just to them that's just not a genre it's just alternative that's it yeah Yeah. alternative yeah yeah yeah, sure there's too too many genres you know it's like it's hard to just there's way too many genres yeah Yeah. and um you guys are from wa how would you say that i guess the wa music scene and growing up in wa has shaped the music that you guys make Great question. Um, there's actually, I don't know if I'm biased because I live here, but there's a quite a lot of exports that come from WA that are like quite big. Mm. I don't know if it's just me saying it because I live here, but you know, what is it? Tame Impala, Pond, uh, who else? Death by Denim. There's so many. Um, yeah. I feel like because the market isn't as saturated here, it allows room to breathe. Yeah. I guess. Um, I feel I love the WA music scene. I feel like we've got such a good scene going on. Um, like everyone's friends with everyone. We're all so supportive. Like we all hang out and go to each other's gigs and like it's kind of like if you go to my gig, I'll go to your gig. Like it's just there's just so much support in the WA music scene. But in saying that, I do feel like we kind of because we go to so many gigs and we all hang out with each other, we all kind of start molding into each other. Like, I don't know, I just I find a lot of the sounds that come out of WA are very similar. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's really hard not to do that because, yeah. and it's also so isolated. So it's kind of like a bubble over here. We kind of, um, yeah, we're kind of like just in the music scene. It's really hard to break away from it yeah. as well. Unless mm. you have a lot of money for a plane ticket, which we don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you find that you try and kind of almost make a conscious effort to, um change your sound up a little bit so that it doesn't sound so much like it comes from that WA music scene. Yes. Yeah, definitely. 100%, yes. It's always yeah. on our It's hard lines. to do as well. Yeah. Because I listen to a lot of the WA artists because I like them. Mm. But mm. I don't want to sound like everyone. And not to say that we're extremely interesting or unique, but I want to I try to keep it in mind that yeah. uh you know try you know stay away from the mold as much as possible mm. you know and yeah. that helps you creatively as well if you do yeah. that totally cool and you guys firstly i wanted to chat about your most recent single release dancing while behind um yeah do you want to tell me a little bit about the creation of this track how it came to be um what dancing while behind is and means um well, I started writing it um, a while, ages ago, like in October or something, and I just had a few chords or whatever. It wasn't fleshed out or anything, and then I showed it to Ella and a few of the others at a jam, and they liked it, so we brought it in. Um, Ella wrote some good lyrics to it, um, and then, yeah, I, I had some lyrics, um, and it wasn't Dancing While Behind, but Ella misheard me, uh, and she, yeah. she thought I said Dancing While Behind. So she was like, did you just say Dancing While Behind? And I was like, uh, uh no. <laughs> what was it? Do you remember? Uh, 
uh, dreaming about a lover that's a while behind. That's what it used to be. That's right. what it was yeah. Ella thought it was dancing well behind. So, and I was like, that's a great, it's way better. <laughs> so we went with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what's it about? It's just about basically kind of trying to enjoy yourself, um, even though you're not exactly where you want to be in life, but it's open to interpretation. People can believe what they want to believe about it. Um, you know, mm. once you release a song, it's like, it's theirs now. It's yeah. not ours. Mm. For sure. Cool. And you have another song coming out. Um, this one is called The Idiot Inside. Yeah. Cool. What what's the idiot inside? When you sent me this the song title, yeah. I was like so intrigued to hear what how it all came to be and what the idiot inside is. This one I was I was a bit personal to me. Um, like I've just been like struggling a bit with negativity lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of like I don't know, like Mop and I had this big chat a little while ago um, and I was like, I was quite upset and <laughs> we were just talking about like, I don't know, just like your initial reaction to things, like um, like getting like upset and angry about things really easily. Like the guttural primal like, yeah, like you react to something just like Ugh! or angry or something. Yeah, 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 and just not like thinking before you react. Um, and he said to me, he was like, he always says it to me, he's like, it's the idiot inside. <laughs> And like when we were writing this song, it wasn't about that at all. Um, <laughs> it was kind of, I was trying to get my point across. And then I I added the word the idiot inside in the chorus and we were like, that's it. Like, yeah. So yeah. It's basically just about that kind of bad part of yourself that you know is there mm-hmm. and you know is like wrong most of the time, but it's there and it's kind of always there. You know, it's like the worst parts of yourself that you just want to get rid of. And it's hard to get rid of them. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes I feel like you don't even need to get rid of it. I feel like you just need to like work with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 You gotta cooperate because it has a point sometimes, but it just doesn't get its point across that very well. (laughs) Yeah, same. I'm definitely a very reactive person. I'm like trying to learn to be a bit more like, hang on, process and then do what you gotta do. But I'm usually very like, wow. Yeah, 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 same. Yeah. That's that's where it's all come from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sweet. And um, when's this song coming out? The first of June. Yes, first of June. Sweet, amazing. We would like to take a moment to thank our sponsors at Bodrigi Brewing. Stingray's new XPA comes out swinging as a full flavor, four percent of froth. The newest addition to Stingray's finest beer range. It's bloody tremendous stuff. Tropical, hoppy, pulling, no punches. Brewed in Abbotsford by Bodrigi Brewing Co. Proud Beers and Tears sponsors. And uh, you released a debut EP, I Do Everything Around the House, last year. Um, Are these tracks kind of gearing up for perhaps another EP? Yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We're we're trying to go with a different kind of vibe. Um, we're, We're literally writing... A, a few songs tonight for an EP in however many times. So we're just knuckling down for the weekend and kind of get it done. Yeah. Going back on that EP, what was the creative process like um, when you were creating it and putting it together? Um, I felt like the that EP was kind of the first time we kind of figured our sound out a little bit. Like I think 
um, before that were a little bit confused of where we were going with the band and the vibe that mm-hmm. we all had. Um, but that EP kind of tied it all up for us and we figured it out really like, yeah. Yeah. And that was that was kind of like a big turning point, I think, for us. That EP was that's where we all kind of realised, yeah, let's do this. Like this is, you know, what we, we want to go full force from now on. <laughs> yeah. But um, but the, the creativity side of it, it was actually very, um, it, I, I learned a lot personally just about creating, like kind of living in like just always thinking about how you can create and like always thinking about how you can put your life into like the, the songs that you write and the music, you know. Um, yeah. Just kind personally. of implanting, yeah, your own yeah. like personality into the music. That was like, yeah, the exact. I agree with that. For the first like three songs we did, they were alright, but we didn't really know where we were going or what we were doing. Mm-hmm. I think creating a body of work mm-hmm. and spending a lot of time in the studio and a lot of time thinking mm-hmm. about it really helps you flesh mm-hmm. out what you want from it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and that's you know, that's why I'm yeah. super keen to do another EP. And I also I also will say our producer Dylan, who um, is our drummer's brother he had a lot of say as well. Like, he's awesome. Like, we feel like we've really, we love Dylan. Um, Dylan Kearn in Soak Sounds. I'm going to plug him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From Soak Sounds, he's yeah. stand a lot. He's a great producer, great guy. Yeah. So um, hit him up. <laughs> yeah. He helps us a lot as well. Like, he has a lot of creative input. Um, like, you could kind of say he's kind of a part of our sound yeah. as well. Yeah. So, yeah. On that note, like, what would you say are the do's and don'ts for you guys now like going into potentially creating another EP and like creating further like little projects down the track what would you do similar and different to what you did when you created this last EP Ooh. uh and what do you reckon um don'ts um I b- before for me personally, I, I want to be able to flesh out songs uh, pre going into the studio. Mm. Um, this is more just so it can help us as musos get better. So we're not like coming up with stuff on the spot and then you know spending more time in the studio, which means more money. It's like mm. we're kind of forced to do an EP, you know, in a certain amount of time, and then we go into the studio, kill it, and then we're out of there. Yeah. I would say for me, mine would be kind of um, stepping back. I feel like when we're all like in these moods of like being creative, we all just like throw like ideas and things get lost. And um, we also get a little bit, I feel like maybe sometimes when we're a bit too passionate about it, we kind of get upset when other people don't listen to our ideas or vice versa. Like, Like, so I feel like, this EP will be kind of um, like sticking in our lanes a little bit more as well. And like we've all got a part in this band and we all kind of contribute in our own way and make it work, like not to, you know, do too much or do too less, like just do, you know, what your strength is. I feel like we all It's kind of, yeah, it's like not getting overexcited with Mm. ideas, Mm. you know. You don't want to like get it all out. (laughs) You want to just kind of, you know, take it easy. If everything's going good, be calm, you know, because things, when they're good, tend to go bad, yeah. vice versa. I feel like I'm having a before EP, like, 
prep talk yeah, right now. Yeah, we're literally after this, we're literally going into write some songs. Yeah. That's good. I'm like, I'm I'm giving yeah. you some ideas yeah. to hash out before yeah, you go exactly. in there now. Yeah, white women, sorry. That's yeah. so good. And um, yeah, what were some of your inspirations? Um I guess for the last EP, but even now, like now that w- that you're writing some new stuff at the moment, what are you listening to and what's kind of inspiring you at the moment? Oh, uh, for me, heaps of shoegaze, like so much Ooh. shoegaze. My roommates, which are actually uh, Jack and Harry from Rara Viper, plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, they've been listening to a lot of the Brian Johnstone Massacre. Who was oh, the- yeah. Yeah, they've been listening to heaps of that and they got me onto that. So I've been listening mm-hmm. to a lot of shoegazy stuff you know um i'm really into that ballpark actually even i know you've been mm. listening to a lot of ballpark ballpark yeah um also i i am super into a bit of a like a grungy sort of mm. vibe at the moment like like grungy rock like hectic music but then like a really soft female voice over top like i just love that vibe mm, yeah. <laughs> so um yeah i don't know i yeah, actually, do you know, I'm actually, um, do you know the Perth band called Paint? No. no. Oh, get Paint. Yeah, they're super, like, perfect yeah. for that. Another plug, Paint. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's probably the perfect example for that. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. And also Angus and Julia Stone, we take a lot of yeah. inspiration from them, just just the way that they um do their vocals. It's like, just, like, we're not copy and pasting, but very close to. <laughs> yeah, we just, we use a lot of inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, unreal. I kind of want to do, like, a small little EP breakdown. Um, yeah. And we'll go through, like, all the songs and you can just tell me, like, a fun fact or, like, your favourite lyric or just, like, if a funny story from the recording process comes to mind, you can tell me that. Oh, yeah. um, so we'll start with Nowhere, um, which yeah. is, like, a fave single, first track. Go. Yeah, I've got this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, right at the start, um, it has like a voice and it says, I do everything around the house. <laughs> That's actually my boyfriend, Reese, and we were having an argument in the demo we sent to our um, our producer and he was, we were trying to like talk about who does more around the house and that was just what he said. He was like, well, I do everything around the house and I was like, well, I don't know. I was like, a full argument to that <laughs> um and yeah we kind of kept it in and that's where we got the whole evening from <laughs> awesome yeah. and yeah. then you've got tasty lies yeah this is written by a drummer brady um it's about having a you know again put your own context to it but he wrote it about um having a one night stand with someone and just not really feeling like you trust them. It's about like being intimate with someone and not really trusting mm. them. Um, and and I sung it because Ella was sick with COVID and we were just like, yeah, let's yeah. just do that. That's when we figured out Mop had a voice. We He just sang the guide vocals and we were like, what the hell? This is like <laughs> better than Ella. <laughs> so much better. <laughs> so we just kept it. Yeah. Happy, happy accident. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then third is Oh Well. Mm. Oh, that was just I've I always want to like just do transitions from one song to another. I love when albums do that, like a kind of concept album thing. I I've always thought that was cool. So that was just like completely in the studio. Let's just yeah chuck as many layers as possible on it. I've actually got a fact about that one. There's a little um 
at Audio Over Top and that was the first time we've ever played together um, at a gig. So there's like a little, like a background. Yeah, the crowd cheers. Yeah, it's like, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's from our first gig we ever played together. Oh, cute. That's so yeah. cool. <laughs> and then you've got Girls Can Be Mean. Mm. Um, I wrote that song so long ago, <laughs> like I would say probably five years ago. Um, so it's a bit of an old song we brought back. Sweet. And yeah. then On My Mind All The Time is the closing track. That was, with that one, we, so we started off writing this song and it just didn't sound anything like the song no. that's released. It was like kind of like a folky, was, rocky thing. It was actually about a, um, uh, I was down south one night and I heard a, um, this is really sad, like really deep, but I heard there's a bit of domestic violence going on next door. Um, and that's actually what the song was about. And wow. Yeah. So that's where it started. And then we brought it to the studio. And, and it just wasn't clicking. It was it like. It wasn't clicking. Nah. We just, I don't know, maybe like we just couldn't really figure out a chorus or something. But we had this really cool like loop. Um, and it was just on loop in the studio. And we ha- were having a few beers, kind of tipsy at that point. And Brady and I were just like, damn, this is sick. Like it's just the loop of like the first two bars of it. And we're like, why don't we make this the chorus? This was a whole day of recording this song as well. Like we we spent like 12 hours recording this song and then at 9 o'clock we wrote the song in an hour. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We changed all the lyrics. Like it was just all that, like all in like two hours or something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Fuck yeah. Cool. And then that's the EP. Yeah. 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 Not too long. It's, you know, pretty short songs, you know. Yeah, Yeah. everyone's like. TikTok brain now. We haven't got a long attention span, so I guess it helps with that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do you guys have a favourite track yourselves off the EP? Um, uh, probably on my mind for my for me. That's like the song that I've always wanted to mm. write. So probably that for me. Yeah, mine's Tasty Lies <laughs> <laughs> because it was such a surprise for me when I heard it. I was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a cool, I think Tasty Lies, that's a cool topic to discuss. I think, I think I love, it's just like such a, such a thought provoking topic. So it's cool that you guys. Brady, drama, plug Brady. (laughs) Yes. You're on the plugs tonight. I'm on the plugs. I'm on the plugs. This is my heel. And then I guess you guys have played some gigs um, over the course of time of Little Guilt. Do you have a like gig highlight, a favorite gig memory, and also a gig horror story where it's all gone a little bit wrong? <laughs> yeah, we have. I got a gig horror story. So we played this gig a few weeks ago, or probably about a month and a bit ago now, or two months uh, at one of our mates' um, birthdays. It was called. He has this little festival thing. It's like a, on a big property. And it was good, but we played really late. We played at like what, 11.45 or something, crazy. And we were just there from like 11 in the days, so which is a long day. Um, and it was fun and we finished. I sat, whatever. And we had all of the gear in a big tent. And then lo and behold, it starts to rain, <laughs> like piss down rain. And everyone's gear was under the tents, but it was like hailing down mm-hmm. and it was yeah. just like mud like a river of mud yeah just the cu- currents of mud just flowing down to all the music gear 
We had to rush and get it under the shed at like 2.33. Oh, and by so this much. point, I was not in a good state mm. to be organised. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I would probably say a big highlight for me. This one's always been a highlight for me because it was such a, it was just such a fun night. Um, Probably like two years ago, we did a gig in Margaret River with um, Rara, Viper and Dice. And it was such a fun night, like, Oh, and um, Dice actually wrote a song about it, Double Espresso. There you go. Yeah. So, like, that song's actually about that night, which was such a fun night. Um, so um, now we're plugging ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, now that's always been – and we, we're actually playing with Rara in two weeks in Margaret River again, so I'm keen to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm actually going to go see Dice play after this. So there you go, full full circle, unreal. Well, my final question is: if you, if someone had never heard your songs before, and you could recommend them three of your own songs, what would you want them to listen to? Uh, Actually, this is for me. It's uh, three recent ones. (laughs) Um, Mm. Probably on my mind, dancing, and new one. That's yeah. Mine would be the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's just every new one. You just feel like it's the best one, even wow. though it may not be. You, know, yeah. you, you want to think that, yeah. So sweet, a unanimous vote. Love it. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Finally, we're <laughs> doing that tonight. <laughs> and hopefully, with my good um, pre pump up chat. Yeah. Yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just pump up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. Well, thank you so much, guys, for coming and chatting on the podcast. Oh, good. Thank you. Yes, thanks for having us. No worries. It's been great.